Last time on Left Behind. My brother, I am glad I did not kill you. Pretty happy about it myself. <laughs> God spoke through Moshe and Eli. He assured us a deliverer would come. How can I possibly get him through customs? How else? Supernaturally. I think I may have been warned in a dream to leave through Egypt rather than Israel. I got Alexandria scoped out. They want to meet there? Yeah, we're talking about it now. I sell you the bus. If you are stopped, the tags are traced to me. Buck always turns up somewhere. By dawn, we could be anywhere. Detained, in prison, in heaven, with my family. Hang on, here we go. Based on Nikolai, the third book in the best-selling series, Tyndale House Publishers proudly presents episode 32 of the dramatic audio edition of Left Behind. out of the city now, Sion. I think you can come up for air. Oh, Cameron, do you know where you're going? Well, Michael said we can choose from four checkpoints between here and Egypt. Here. Uh, the most direct ones are on the Gaza Strip. Yes, but I assume those are heavily patrolled. Exactly. We're headed south through Hebron and Beersheba. Michael mentioned Yorm. It is further south than we want, but the cutoff will take us through the northern edge of the Negev. Well... How far are we from the border when we get there? Less than 50 kilometers. And from there we go north or west, whichever we like. No telling which Egyptian border crossing's better. This route here, it will take us directly to Al-Arish. Uh, the northern pass will be heavily traveled and more carefully hmm. watched. Are you tired? Would you like me to take over? <laughs> You're kidding, right? What are you going to do if we get stopped? Trade places? I was just offering. Well, I appreciate it. Well, I'm fine, Doc. You don't mind if I call you Doc, do you? Cameron, you have struggled with my name since we met. <laughs> <laughs> you may call me what you wish. <laughs> Thanks. Well, at this rate, it'll take all night to get to the border. Think the tourists will be out of Hebron this time of night? Cameron, there is something I would like to talk about. Sure, go ahead. I am deeply grateful you have risked your life to come for me. Yeah, no friend would do less. We have been through some incredible experiences. That is why I knew if I could get Dr. Rosenzweig to point you in the direction of the witnesses, you would find me. I did not dare let on to him where I was. Even my driver knew only to take me to Michael and the other brothers in Jericho. Jaime was so distraught at what happened to my family. Michael promised to keep him informed, but... I would like to call him myself. Perhaps I can use your secure phone once we have passed the border. What? Do you think it's too late to call him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty late. Oh, but if the situation were reversed, I, I would be overjoyed to hear from him at any time of the day or night. Oh, I'm sure he felt feels the same. Maybe I should call him now. May I use your phone? Doc, you know you're welcome to whatever I have, but I wouldn't phone him. Oh, Cameron. 
He is no longer with us, is he? Amber, we have gone through too much for you to hold out on me now. Clearly you have been told the disposition of Jaime. Those who are believers of all people must never fear any truth, hard as it may be. Jaime is dead. He heard me preach so many times. I can only hope and pray that perhaps after he delivered me to Michael, he had time to join the family. Tell me how it happened. A, uh, a car bomb. Instantaneous, then. Perhaps he did not suffer. Doc, the, uh, the heat cage is rising. I'm going to stop and add some water to the radiator. Yeah. Hi there. Hi. Tsion, if you can hear me, get down. Hide now. Tsion, are you back there? Remain outside your vehicle. God, help me keep this man off the bus. Mr. Sharosh, you can stop playing games. We have evidence of your close ties to Rabbi Ben Judah. He is a great man. Many respect him in this country. Few can respect one who so viciously kills his wife and children, and in broad daylight. There is no way he would kill his family. We have eyewitnesses. You have liars. Where have you taken him? I assume your wife and children are sleeping peacefully in their beds tonight. They are in no danger. Unless you refuse to tell us where the rabbi is. Now tell us. I said I wanted no interruptions. Excuse me, sir. We have a report. I think you need to see this. Stand where you are. Just, uh, just lowering the hood, sir. Had some overheating problems. Are you alone? Name's Herb Katz. I asked if you are alone. I'm an American businessman here on pleasure. Papers, please. Hmm. There you go. Hmm. Mr. Katz, where did you get this vehicle? I bought it just before midnight. And you bought it from? Oh, I have the papers. Can't pronounce his name. I'm American. Sir, the plates on this vehicle trace uh, to a resident of Jericho. Well, there you go. That's where I bought it, Jericho. And you say you purchased it before midnight? Yes, sir. Are you aware of a manhunt in this country? Manhunt? Really? The owner of this vehicle was detained just over an hour ago in connection with aiding and abetting a murder suspect. You don't say. <laughs> well, I just took a ride on the river with him. The guy runs a tour boat. I'm going to need to see those papers. I'll, uh, I'll get them for you. So, uh, so how long you worked for the global community? Just give me the papers, sir. Sure. Here you go. Yeah, I told this guy I needed something to get me from Israel to Egypt so I could fly home. He looked pretty excited to get rid of this clunker. Used a lot of oil. 
The papers seem to be in order, but it is a strange coincidence that you purchased this vehicle only hours before the man was arrested. Well, I don't see what buying a bus has to do with the stuff some guy's messed up in. We have reason to believe the man who sold you this vehicle has been harboring a murderer. Murderer? He was found with the suspect's papers and those of an American. It will not be long before we persuade him to tell us what we want to know. Are you uh, familiar with uh, Cameron Williams from America? Hey, it's a big country. I'm from Chicago. And you are leaving tonight from Egypt? That's right. Why? Well, I gotta get back home to the family and... Uh, why do you need to leave through Egypt? Why do you not fly out of Jerusalem or Tel Aviv? Well, no flights tonight. I chartered a plane. And why didn't you simply hire a ride to Egypt? Hey, look at the title and bill of sale. Paid less for the bus than I would have for a cab or a limo. One moment, sir. Doc, I'm trying to keep him off this bus, but I don't know if I can. God, God, help me think of something. We are now determining if the man who sold you this vehicle will implicate you in his scheme. His scheme? It will not take us long to find out where he has hidden the suspect. He will talk. He has a wife and children. Stay where you are. use it. He's in Israel. Something made her fall on her knees, Ray. She thought she'd been lightheaded, but once she was kneeling, she realized she was just praying earnestly for Buck. Well, all I know is that Buck's in Israel. Might be trying to find Sion Ben Judah. You heard about his family. Yes, it was awful. It's just that Buck has a way of getting himself into trouble. Well, he also has a way of getting himself out of trouble. premonition. Rayford, this is no fluke. Now, Loretta's as level-headed as they come. She was so upset, she shut the office and came home. Uh, wait, wait, she, she wants to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Put her on. Captain Steele, I'm so sorry about troubling you at this time of night. It's, it's all right. No, it's not. There's no reason to raise you out of a sound sleep, but God told me to pray for that boy. I just know it. Well, and I'm glad you did. You think I'm crazy, don't you? <laughs> I've always thought you were crazy, Loretta. That's why we love you so much. Captain Steele, seriously, you think I've lost my marbles, don't you? No, ma'am. Well, God seems to be working in much more direct and dramatic ways. If you were led to pray for Buck right then, remember to ask him what was happening. That's just the thing. I had this overwhelming sense that Buck was in deep trouble. I hope he makes it out of there alive. <laughs> I'm sure he will. And Loretta, would you do me a favor? After getting up in the middle of the night, you name it. If God prompts you to pray for me, would you do it with all your might? Of course I will. You know that. I hope you're not just being funny now. I have never been more serious. Our techniques have worked. You mean with the guy who sold me the bus? Mr. Charles has given us the location of the hiding place. And? 
Under threat of torture and even death, he swears you were a tour guest to whom he sold the vehicle. Well, then it sounds like I can get going. For safety's sake, I have been instructed to search your vehicle for any evidence of the fugitive. But you just have said... Have no fears, sir. It is simply a precaution. Perhaps you were used to transport some evidence out of the country without you knowing it. Stand aside while I conduct the search. You don't need a warrant or my permission or anything? Sir, you have been pleasant and cooperative. But do not make the mistake of thinking that you are dealing with local law enforcement. I represent the peacekeeping forces of the global community. We are restricted by no conventions or rules. I could confiscate this vehicle without so much as your signature. Now wait here! God, blind this man, or give me the strength to kill him, if that's what I'm supposed to do. Do you think you're going to get away with this? Uh, what's the problem? The vehicle. I, uh, it appears to me that you plan to drive it across the border and dispose of it. Uh, actually, I hear the locals try to pick up extra money helping with baggage. I figured they'd be thrilled with a bus like this. You're transporting it across the border to sell it? Uh, no. That's frowned upon. I'll probably trade it for some help with the supplies. The vehicle is a big tip for a baggage handler, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Call me frivolous. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. Thank you for your cooperation, Mr. Katz. Well, you're you're welcome. And thank you. <clears throat> How in the world did you pull that off, Doc? Sion, it's me. You can come out now. Doc, if you can hear me, I'm gonna start driving to avoid suspicion. If you're on the bus, you should probably let me know now. Oh, come on. You didn't start walking toward Egypt. What in the world? <sighs> if you have ever wondered what that saying meant about the Lord working in mysterious ways, that was your answer. What happened? I must have dozed off. I barely recall you were doing something with the engine. When you raised the hood, I realized I needed to relieve myself. <laughs> you were pouring the water when I got off. I was only about five meters off the road when the patrol car rolled by. I knew I couldn't be on the bus, so I just started walking, praying you'd somehow talk your way out of it. Well, I think I did. But I'm not going to give him a chance to change his mind. Let's get out of here. Cameron, I am concerned about the disposition of my family. Yeah, I can understand. What happens when pseudo-official factions do something like this? That's what bothers me. You never know what happens to the bodies. Do they bury them? Burn them? I do not know. I wish I could do something tangible for you. Tangible? What is more tangible than saving my life? But there is something more you can do that would be a great comfort. Anything. Tell me about your little group of believers in America. The Tribulation Force? Yes. I would like to meet this pastor, Bruce, to pray with your Tribulation Force and open the scriptures with him. This will ease my pain. You will meet Bruce at the glorious appearing. I see. When did it happen? He was in the hospital with some kind of virus when the bombing started. We'll probably never know whether it was the virus he picked up or the impact of the blast. Perhaps the Lord spared him from the bombing by taking him first. 
We're coming up to the border now. Uh, the entrance to the Sinai is up that road there. How, how is the vehicle? Well, the engine's a little hot, but not too bad. Fuel and oil are fine. The crossing looks quiet. Yeah, not too many travelers this time of night. You better go take your place, Doc. There will be no running into the desert this time. The barbed wire is everywhere. Quiet now. Quiet, there's a guard coming up. <laughs> Good morning. I will need to see your passport, visa, identification papers, vehicle registration, and anything on board we should know about before the search. Yeah, yeah, here you go. I'm carrying food, water, some extra gasoline, and oil in the back. Anything else? Uh, anything else? Anything else we need to see, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have some clothes and blankets back there, too. Is that all? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm carrying. When the bar is raised, pull your vehicle to the right and meet me inside the building. Thanks. I'll, uh, I'll be right there. Hey, Doc. Can you, uh, can you scoot back further? I'll try. Okay, do what you can. God will have to do the rest. I will see you soon, Cameron. If not in this life, then in the kingdom beyond. What is the holdup? Been, uh, been having a little trouble with the radiator. You know anything about radiators? Please bring him in now. Uh, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yeah, don't know much about engines, really. Business is my game, America, you know. This way. All right, Mr. Katzen, just a few questions. On these, you may search the vehicle. Yes, sir. You entered uh, Israel through what entry point? Uh, Tel Aviv. It should be all right there. It is. Your papers seem to be in order, Mr. Katz. And you are leaving the area when? If my pilot meets up with me as soon as I get to Alarish. And how will you dispose of the vehicle? Well, I was hoping to sell it cheap to somebody at the airport. <laughs> Depending upon how cheap, that uh, that should be no problem. Uh, is, uh, something wrong? You were detained near Beersheba earlier. Detained is overstating it. I was adding water to the radiator and a GC peacekeeper came by. Did he tell you the previous owner of your vehicle has been arrested in connection with the escape of Zion ben Judah? Uh, uh, yeah, he mentioned that. <laughs> You might be interested in this, then. ...has been identified as Michael Sharosh. In a raid on his Jericho home shortly after midnight tonight, peacekeeping forces found personal photos of Ben Judah's family and identification papers from both Ben Judah and an American journalist, Cameron Williams. So, uh, officer, how do you think ben the Judah traffic's gonna be from here? Despicable, isn't it, Mr. Katz? Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. Anise, you are finished with the inspection? Yes, sir. All is in order. Blankets and supplies. Have a safe journey, Mr. Katz. Thank you. Uh, thank you for visiting Israel. Uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're welcome. Mr. Katz. Yes. My name is Anise. Yes. 
Anise, thank you. Excuse me. Doc! Doc, are you still on board? I am here, Cameron. Oh, that's good to hear. Want to tell me what happened? Are we a safe distance? We're fine. We're fine. What happened? Praise the Lord God, maker of heaven and earth. I don't know if the young Anis was an angel or a man, but he was sent from God. Anis? Anis. He walked up and down the aisle of the bus, shining his flashlight around everywhere. Then he knelt and shined it under the seats. I looked right into the beam. He kept the flashlight in my face with one hand and reached with the other to grab my shirt. Pulled me close to him. I thought my heart would explode. I imagined myself dragged into the building, a trophy for an overzealous young officer. Hello, Rabbi Sion ben Judah. My name is Anis. Pray as you have never prayed before that my report will be believed. Oh, thank God. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Cameron, as God is my witness, the young man stood and walked out of the bus. I have been lying here, praising God with my tears ever since. Incredible. Praise to God. Well, well we have one more border crossing, the Egyptian one. I believe God will deliver us, Cameron. I believe we are going to make it. Welcome to Egypt, gentlemen. You both do as I say, you sir will be able to go back to sleep in a few minutes, and you both may continue on your way. I will search the bus while you both go inside for processing. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay, I guess we better go inside. And you had no trouble at the Israeli checkpoint then? Um, no, sir. No, sir, just trouble staying awake. <laughs> mm. You are traveling alone? East of the bus, yours. Yeah, the paper's right there. Ah, I see. Uh, how far to Alarish? Less than a hundred kilometers. Oh, yeah. No commercial flights scheduled out of there at this time, of course. Oh, yeah, I know. I've made my own arrangements. Ah. Very good, then, Mr. Katz. Have a pleasant trip. The search is complete, Mr. Katz. Thank you. Uh, good night. And you both processed and ready to proceed? All set. All set. All right. Carry on, gentlemen. All right, Doc. Where were you? Did you like my act? <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> Where'd you go when you were supposed to be in with me being processed? I merely stood behind the bus. You got off and went one way, I went the other. <laughs> You're joking. Oh, I did not know what to do, Cameron. I certainly wasn't going to walk into the processing center without papers. When you returned, I simply joined you. Only question now is how long before that guard mentions he saw two men on the bus. Yes. Perhaps it will not come up. But if it does, they will soon give chase. Yeah, well, I trust God will deliver us. But I also think we better prepare. We'll, uh, we'll pull over up there and fill the tank with gas and put in more oil and... What is it? Do you see something? Uh, I thought I saw a car back there. Oh, what are we worried about? God would not bring us so far only to have us captured. Would he? Ah, uh, uh-oh. Flashing yellow lights. Better secure everything and get out of sight. More excitement. 
Lord, haven't we had enough for one day? Uh, I took a look at the cars at the border, pretty small. If I step on it, it could take them a while to catch us. This bus can go faster, Cameron? Miracles happen, Doc. And if they do catch us? I'm trying to think of a strategy. I will be in the back, Cameron, praying that you do. Left Behind, the dramatic audio series is based in part on the book Nikolai by Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins and has been adapted for radio by Chris Fabry with music by Steve Wick, directed and produced by Todd Bustide. Left Behind, the dramatic audio series is a production of Gap Digital and Tyndale House Publishers. Thank you for listening.